Hello, everyone. This is Lisa Monahan. And this is Andy Clodfelter. And you're listening to a very special thing that we do that is called 90s Court, and we come at you weekly. We do. Bubba weekly. Bubba, Bubba weekly. That's what they call it. weekly. We always make the show just for our good friend, Bubba Weekly, who has the dopest name of all time. It's a really good name. If anyone else is listening, we're grateful for you, too. But most importantly, Bubba Weekly. Did you survive Thanksgiving? I did, dude. Okay, Thanksgiving this year. This was a first because we have like a very large extended family. This mm-hmm. is the first time we had it. It was just me, my parents, my three brothers, and uh, and my grandma. Like, and that was it. Like, usually oh, it's nice. like it's like twenty, thirty people or whatever. And this this week, this time, it was just that. And then we watched. Um, uh, me and my younger brother and his um, fiance watched uh, Home Alone two. With with my mom and dad afterwards, so it was nice. It was pretty chill, and it was just nice to not have the insanity of so many humans. How about yes. you? Um, we did a very special holiday moving screening of There Will Be Blood. <laughs> 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 my dad put that on for my mom, and she was like, Class- "Why?" The classic, yeah, classic Christmas film. Who doesn't Who doesn't love Daniel Plainview, the original Santa Claus? Um, and then the next day we were like, my dad was just obsessed with showing everyone that they could watch movies on Dish Network on demand or something. And so we ended up watching The Wizard of Oz, sort of. <laughs> so, but other than that, there was just too much pie and I'm Somewhere feeling good. over the rainbow. I don't know why I started singing that. You did not say anything about that. I said The Wizard of Oz. That's all you need you to You did know. say it Wizard of Oz. The, okay. Yeah, it tickles the My memory's yeah. bad. No, no, no. So. But yeah, so my kids were like, what is this color? What is, why is it black and white? What is this? This but is I, Technicolor, motherfuckers. What's up? I, I will say this. Coming back as a storm chaser, Wizard of Oz tornado, actually pretty legit looking. Really? Yeah. It feels like, it like, feels like in order to do that, they would have to do like actual footage of a tornado almost because they have like nothing else. For sure. It'd be like, uh, but apparently what well, was like pantyhose and dirt or something. It was actually. Pantyhose and dirt that is that's awesome. what my dad said that's also the name of my band come see me <laughs> we're on tour lisa, right now Pantyhose lisa monahan stars in pantyhose and dirt um damn right uh yeah. listen folks 90s court <clears throat> last week we had such a blast doing our stuff first that we're going to repeat and do it this week because it's Cleopatra really fun to talk coming at you that's a hot oh. reference anyways i don't yeah, think we I thought know it was that one it's it's a bad it's a bad thing. I don't know. I think it was because it's one of those things that like ironically sticks in your head for so long that you end up it just is something that's just mm. in your head occasionally that comes up. I like um, it. Like a so bad burp, like a big sulfur burp from Thanksgiving. Like a bad sulfur burp. I did want to talk about something else besides Thanksgiving though. Go for it. What do you want to talk about? So Mr. it was actually Club on Thanksgiving Day. Lisa knows this and a lot of people on Twitter know this, but I did some uh did some shopping online um a little bit. Was just poking around on there, seeing what kind of Black Friday deal they had. Of course, on Thanksgiving Day, but I'm like, that's okay because like nobody's actually working that day. It's just on the internet. Yeah. Um, so I was true. hopping on there, and I literally didn't even see this on there. I just searched it just because I was like, I wonder if there's any kind of deals on this. And I searched Sega Genesis Mini, <gasps> and what was once seventy nine dollars and ninety nine cents was forty five dollars. At the time, so I bought two of them. <laughs> I spent I spent more on barbecue in yeah. one at one trip at Dickie's Barbecue than you got yeah. for one second. Forty five dollars for forty two games, almost Dang. a dollar, almost exactly a dollar a game. 
Um, so I'm pretty stoked about that. I got two because um, one of my brothers who they don't listen to the podcast, so fuck them. Uh, if they do, if they do, I'm like, okay, well, you get your present early. Um, mm-hmm. But they, uh, yeah, I was like, one of them had kind of said had some excitement about it whenever I was talking about it on Facebook forever ago. So I, uh, I'm gonna get one of one of them for Christmas because I, it's like 45 bucks. That's nothing. So yeah, for a pretty um, dope gift. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was excited about that, and I, I, I got it in the mail today, and I have not opened mine yet to play it yet, but I'm very enthusiastic. So only because I've mentioned for a while that I was very excited about that system and never actually ended up getting it there so. you got it now you're serious now time for lisa and andy's <laughs> things which is the reason i, I say found, lisa and andy's hmm. things is because when we put it on the notes we have like a, a really short notepad of like our structure for the show which <laughs> is like six bullet points and it's one of them is just andy's thing and then lisa's thing and then court case and that's like it um so Lisa went first last week on both things, so I'm going to take the lead and charge forward with um, another video game oh, perfect. for all you all you gamers out there. Um, this one's actually one that will have a little more appeal to people that maybe were not as big of gamers. Like, when I'm referencing these old school games from, like, Super Nintendo, like, whatever, this is a game that um, didn't stop at number one. It has continued to... God, I don't know, like, they have, um, it looks like they have 11 of this game exist currently. And, yeah, and there's also for multiple different systems, obviously, Um, but this was the OG, number one, and this is the one that I played the most. I think I got the second one at some point and played that a little bit, but number one was always the one that had a special place in my heart. So, I was looking at N64 games that were made in the 90s, and this is one that most definitely was. And this is just a little game I like to call, and the creators like to call, <laughs> Mario Party. Okay, so I will say this. At first, I think I thought you said, like in my head, it registered as um, Smash Smash Brothers, which is not Mario Party. Oh, you were thinking Super Smash Brothers? Super no, Smash Brothers. Not that. Yeah, so, so now, so I actually don't think I played Mario Party. So actually, oh. this is all new to me. Here we go then. Let's so Mario Party was honestly, and this is the cool thing. It's like I have the biggest memories for multiplayer games, especially on N64, because when it became a four player thing, that was a freaking party. And like this game was like, hey, this is for parties. We've named it as such. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they had a party. It was literally a party video game that is designed for one to four players. Um, and it's a series where you start off and it's almost like it's like a board game. You start off and there's like a board where all of like your cartoon characters are like one person would be like Yoshi, one will be Mario, one will be, I'm trying to remember if Wario was in this one or not, but it doesn't matter. Just, you know, Bowser, Peach, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so, um, you would basically progress throughout the game based on how you performed in mini games. And that was the big thing was mini games. And there were a ton of mini games that were all so fun, especially um, for, especially when they were the multiplayer ones. So, um, so yeah, so whoever won these different various games would like move forward on the map and stuff. And whoever reached the end of course would win. Um, I'm going to go over some of these mini games. Um, and you might even look these up, Lisa, while I'm going over. Yeah. Them. If it doesn't, if it doesn't crash the dam, we have fiber internet. 
and it still yeah. crashes for minor yeah. Google searches. So, um, so just to go over some of these, there's four player mini games, and I just was looking over these. I'm like, oh my gosh, so much nostalgia came to me immediately. So there's like balloon burst, which is where you're the character, and it's like tapping. It's like you know tapping things back and forth, and you're trying to blow up this balloon. It was a lot harder than it always seemed, and like you know to get this Bowser balloon blown up as big as possible and blow up your balloon, and whoever finished first one. Um, there okay. was this one where you're standing on this um, called Bombs Away where there's a ship that's shooting cannons at you and you're standing on this plat- this island, this mini island that's like tilting and stuff like that. And it's mm-hmm. all about trying to stay on the island. Oh, I think um, I do remember that. It, all these games uh, gave me a fucking panic attack. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's Castaways, which is one where you have like a fishing lure with a sticky hand and you throw it out there. And you have to try and get coins or chests or, you know, uh, bags of money. And, of course... The, the chests were the hardest to get in, were the slowest to reel in, but they had the most coins, and so it was who had the most coins at the end of the game. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of... God, there were so many good... Facelift was such a good one. It was one where there's, like, this smashed face of Bowser, and you have to, like, use your little hand to move it and basically shape his face to look as close as possible to the Bowser in the middle. And whoever got it done first, um, or whoever was closest at the end, would win. Um... God, just I. It's, there's so many that I feel bad not even talking about them because they're so good. This is for um, Shy Guy. Yes. Okay. Sh- Shy Guy says, which is where there's a guy who stands on the ship and you're all like on ropes, like in little barrels, like at the end of it, and he'll hold up a flag and he'll do like a series of flags or whatever, and you have to raise the flag that he does or whatever, and if you raise the wrong one, um, he chops off your rope and you go flying off. Um. Let's see. See, here's the, the here's the thing. I didn't have mm-hmm. friends when I had an N64, sure. so I didn't have anyone so you to play with. Like, so I was like, you like, I don't even to play this. I'm gonna with. play Pokemon Stadium alone. Yeah. Um, and and the cool the cool thing though was that like when you got these game this game like the different games, so those were all four player games where it's like everybody's against each other. Yeah. Then there were one versus three mini big games, and these ones were awesome because, like, based on like what you selected, some t- like during the actual board game it could end up basically making you're the one guy facing up against three people. Yeah. And those were always a blast because it was fun to like, you know, some games you being the one person was great for you because it was easy to win. Other times, like there's this one bash and cash where you're literally like, there is no winning in this game for you. You're just like in a big Bowser suit and everybody's hitting you with hammers. <laughs> like, and that is like the end of the entire game. Um, God. Or as I like but, to yeah, call like, it a just... day in the life of a stay at home mother. A day in the life of hitting people with hammers. <laughs> While I wear a um, there was, suit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There were two player games as well, uh, like Deep Sea Divers, where basically, you know, you're both trying to, um, you're putting one person in the water, and then the other person has to reel you in once you, like, grab treasure and stuff. Okay. Um, hand Car Havoc, which is where you have to, like, up and down, like, on a hand car to, like, keep yourself going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was... Uh, single player games which was basically like you know if you got like a bonus round or if you were playing one player um there were certain ones like that and i won't go over those but those were a lot of fun too so this game just it was like every mini game like you would get ex- you'd kind of be like oh like some of you like oh dang it like this one again but some of them were just like you got so excited whenever this was the one that happened to randomly get drawn like as the mini game yes. that you'd be playing um so like I said, you some people got better at them, but it was just one of those things where I played this amongst friends so many times that like it's one of those things where normally you're like, 
I'm fine just hanging out with my best friend only, but like I need more people because we need to play Mario Party, it's true. you know, or GoldenEye, you know, those kind of things like where there's multiplayer games. But, um, but yeah, I don't I don't know if I have any cool um, information on this, but like I said, the cool information on this is basically that this game happened <laughs> and then just immediately they were like, we need to make a fuck ton of these. And so they have just continued to make these for so many systems, like, you know, every new Nintendo system, like, you know, the DS, um, all the different uh, things like that, you know, where the, the various different systems that came out. Um, and they've just continued to add more and more mini games and more characters to play as and all that stuff. So, um, so that's my thing on Mario Party. I really want to talk for a moment about the N64 controller. What a yes. beefy boy. It is, it is, like, it's one of those things that everybody is, like, like me and other people. There's certain people that are, like, we swear by it and we say this is the best controller ever. But there's no reason to that. (laughs) Like, there's no, it's, it's a controller that was designed by a madman. There was no, there was never a way for this controller to work that you could have access to all the buttons. Yeah, why is the joystick all the way in the middle of the dingle? Like, why is it? I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I played the hell out of it. You basically have to like, commit. Your thumb is, I mean, you can't see because this yeah. is a podcast, but like my thumb's extended as it's, hard as it can. It's basically like if you're using the joystick, because there was hardly anything to just use the D-pad. But yeah. if you use the jo- joystick, like basically the C the C pad on the right basically served as the same as the, the D-pad. Mm-hmm. You know, the yellow yeah, yeah, buttons yeah. on the, on the yeah. controller. So it at least made it okay for like strafing. Like in, in GoldenEye, you strafed a lot and everything like that for moving. Mm-hmm. So they, they did a good job of at least providing that as a backup because it was impossible to press A and B and also press the D-pad. Like, it just wasn't going to yeah. happen. So um, I will say this. I forgot. This is the one thing I wanted to say about Mario Ooh. Party. This is the this game destroyed more controllers than any <laughs> Just than like any out of aggression? Ever did. Like, like you would just chuck it when no, no, you're no. done? Or like, oh, no. Nope. I wish I could say that was what it was. What it was was there were so many games based on, like, and also, like, destroyed more palms, I should say, than anything. So the D-pad, you put your palm down on the D- on the on the joystick. I'm uh-huh. sorry. And okay. it's already kind of a ribbed ribbed joystick, but then there's like so many games where you have to spin it as fast for as no possible. For no one's pleasure. Yeah. So no one's pleasure. <laughs> ribbed for no one's pleasure. Ripped for your hands destruction. Right. Um, and you spun that thing as really? you know, spin it as fast as you could to reel stuff in or whatever, or like. Um, yeah, there was just a lot of different ways that you used it in the game, and it just wore that thing to a fucking nub, and like, or it just br- broke the inside of it. Like you, like all of a sudden you'd be like, "Oh, my my controller jingles it now jingles. whenever I shake it." <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so that's that's oh, it. That's my. Well, that Mario was fun. Party I story. I now I, I do remember seeing I like in the images. I remember the facelift. It must have been like a yeah. single friend's house once that I saw. That. Yeah, <laughs> like, I saw it in passing. <laughs> Oh, sweet. Um, well, thank you for that. Now I want to have some. Now I have friends. Now I should You're have welcome. a mom's get together so we can play Mario Party One yes. on the N sixty four. I don't have. I do need to get. I do need to get that for for N sixty four. For sure. Now. For sure. Um, so I, Andy, wanted to talk to you about mm-hmm. a very specific episode of a very specific show that came out in the nineties. Mm-hmm. The show being, Say by the Bell. When you wake up in it's the morning. Right. So. And then the various no, go oh, no, ahead. No, no, Sing no, 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 keep going. Because I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch myself where I don't actually remember the lyrics. It's all right. Say by, because I'm saved by the bell. See, look at you. See, this is why I don't do it. Because Andy's so got a nice set, right? So, so I've got a nice set of those, those hot, 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 hot lungs. lungs. All right, the episode I want to talk to you about is season four, episode twenty-one. No hope with dope. 
hold on. Is this a drug related? It is related a drug thing? related episode. Do you remember this one? Oh no, no, okay. I don't. I do, and I, I actually, uh-huh. first of all, all, all it'd the episodes. It'd be weird if you covered it and you didn't. For remember sure, it. be like, well, I'm just gonna make this up as I go. Um, this particular episode and all of Saved by the Bell is available for streaming on Hulu. This is not a paid ad, but maybe it could be Hulu. Pay attention. Boo, boo, boo. Um, this is about their anti-drug episode and i don't mean to knock anti-drug any effort because that's obviously important but also wow this was so bad it was just it was endearing it was endearing to me um the all the the 90s anti-drug movements were just endearing as a whole one day so yeah one day we'll talk about dare so i don't know but in in the meantime johnny dakota (laughs) some random say by the bell movie star they made up stops in the bayside high after randomly driving off the highway to be like, we need to shoot an anti-drug commercial. We're stopping here, I guess. LOL. As you do. Um, they're doing this for NBC. Interesting tie-in. Because it was <laughs> aired on NBC. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, this is the first high school they see. So Lisa Turtle, Lark, played by Lark Voorhees, is immediately starstruck. And is like panicking while the rest of the gang is like, they run into him. They're like, oh, hey, it's just, it's a very famous uh, celebrity. What's up, guys? And it's just, it's just... It's just whack. And so uh, Johnny Dakota, the movie star, is looking for Mr. Belding and he takes him in there. A side note. Okay. I have a note here as a detour. I yes. met Mr. Belding in person once. What? Yeah. When? When I, li- when I, lived, in De- when I lived in Denton, Texas, when I went to school at the University of North Texas, there was a Mexican restaurant there. And I was sitting there and I look up and I was like, that is Dennis Haskins. Mr. Belding is across from me eating queso. And before I left, I was like... Hello, Dennis. <laughs> and then I went about my business. Big, big, big fan. fan. <laughs> big fan. But I, yeah, I randomly <laughs> saw him eating Mexican food once in like the late 2000s at a Mexican restaurant in Denton, Texas. That's a, one of my like very few celebrity sightings in I'm, life. Um, I'm I am proud of, of me too. It's a star moment in my, my crown. Um, <laughs> so they're like, look, he's Johnny's like, we gotta, we gotta, we're looking at other high schools too. We need to film this commercial. And Zach is like, no, hold on. Shut up a minute. I'm going to make this the high school that we do this in. And so he's like, we're going to put a skit together <laughs> and I'm going to get all the students to participate. Do you know how many students participated in this? I, I stopped the video and counted. There were 12 students. There were never more than like 12 to 15 students ever. It's like, this is not we'll a high school. This is like a weird private school. <laughs> this is yeah. like a weird, empty, even empty for a private school. Anyway. They put the skit on, and then Johnny, of course, meets Kelly Kapowski, and he's like, yo, this is the school. I'm in love with this teenager who's in high school. This isn't upsetting at all. And so, How old was they this They never guy? say, but he's like, like in 20s, his 20s. 20s. Just like, this is a high school student. Sure. Let's back up a little bit. I'm famous. I'm famous, and I'm just going to have so much creep Yeah, and he's like, you got a boyfriend? She's like, no. And he's like, well, I ain't got a girlfriend. It's like, shut up. Like, this is... Anyway, I, I'm, I'm sidetracking. <sighs> oh, so no. anyway zach want to ride this hog yeah yeah <laughs> what did you say did you say ride this hog what i said you want to ride oh this hog <laughs> you're as bad as jack <laughs> moving on <laughs> okay okay i am terrible yes, yes. zach starts hawking all the stuff that like johnny touches and anything that he has and so he's getting in trouble by building but then they go into the boys bathroom where this bully guy named scud who is obviously dressed in leather is leaving the bathroom. And as they're talking, Zack Slater and Screech identify that there is a a joint on the ground. Doob. She has, she has signaled the doob. I did. Everyone. I did the ha ta 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 A doober. The pinchy, pinchy fingers. 
Um, and they were like, is that a joint? And then they're like, what? And then Johnny walks in and he's like, hey guys, what's going on? And then he confronts them. And then it's like, never mind, I'm casting you guys in the shoot. And then he flushes the joint and then he just leaves the bathroom. So to me, I was like, okay, first of all, Johnny, why did you come into the bathroom? Because he just, he like comes in, yeah. buys a joint, confronts people and then leaves. It's like, that was like, Yeah, did you have any business being in there? Did you, did you have there? to pee? Are you okay? You didn't actually take care of that for yourself? I, I'm a, I'm. It's supposed to be Kelly yeah, in there. Yeah, there was no, he's like, is Kelly in the boys' bathroom? <laughs> no dog, she's not. <laughs> anyway, they, um, they, they, the guys end up confronting Scud later in the episode. And he was like, that wasn't me. It ain't my pot. And then, of course, if you remember, which you don't apparently, Johnny is like, nope. hey, everyone, I'm super cool. I'm here at this random high school hanging out with high school students. You know what I want to do with high school students? Invite them to my Hollywood house for a Hollywood party. And that's, that's how, how it how works. It does. And so he invites them over. And what do you think happens, Andy? There's marijuana. He's doing drugs. There's yep. marijuana at the party, Andy. And he and his manager are smoking it. And then, you know, he's there with Kelly. And he's like, come on, Kelly, take a hit. And she's like, I can't do it. And then Zach comes in. He was like, this isn't cool. And he takes Kelly away. And the next day, there's this big confrontation Aww. right before the shoot. And Zach's like, we're not friends anymore. Gives him back his Hollywood jacket. And then the group, the entire group ends up walking out of the shoot. And Johnny's like, I don't need this. And then he leaves the school. But the the <laughs> the chairman of NBC and the cast of Saved by the Bell end up recording their own... <sighs> their own episode or their own commercial for, for not the, doing... the fictional chairman I of think NBC he was the real chairman at the time because he, he wasn't <laughs> it's like, I want it on saved by the bell. Entertaining. He, he wasn't particularly like sure. he just wasn't, he had no charisma. <laughs> it's like chairmen don't have charisma. They just have money. So that's where he was. Yeah. So their commercial is just awful. Cause they're, cause I, I was reciting this to Jack last night when I was deciding this is what I was doing. And I was like, dumb, stupid, crazy, dangerous and then screech of course comes out he's like stinks and they're like in one word would i use dope nope (laughs) and then they and they just end it with like there's no hope with dope and i just love how they're all oh it was just what an endearing episode to try to get people to not use drugs so i was like but johnny looked pretty cool smoking weed and so it kind of looked like a fun hollow like hollywood party with weed and that looked kind of fun, actually. <laughs> but I just, I, ha- I had to bring that up because this particular episode stuck with me really hard. Not because it made me want to not do drugs, but because it was just like, ooh, a Hollywood guy. <laughs> totally all the wrong messaging. And I know, I, I know a lot of other, a lot of people who listen to this know this episode by heart, too. And they're probably like, I left out a lot of really cool details. You don't need it. You can go watch yeah. it on Hulu. You don't even explain it all. But like the anti-drug movement of the 90s was just so sweet. And yet, here yeah. everyone is. I I was trying to remember the show I heard some other podcasts talking about. And I think it was, um, there was an episode of Dinosaurs that was like an anti-drug thing. Really? <laughs> On Dinosaurs? And it was, for the description that they provided was amazing. So I was like, oh my God, I need to watch this episode so bad. But it was just a ter- It was just a really dumb. Like it was like you know, it was like its own drug that they found or whatever. And they're like, <gasps> yeah, it just makes you happy whenever you use it. Well, then, guys, stop selling it like that. Stop, stop being like it makes all your troubles go away. You feel so good. It's like that sounds yeah. great. 
how do I get so? Yeah. <laughs> but then at the end, it's like, but then they were like, oh no, we've all been worthless pieces of shit or whatever. It didn't like, feel so, so good. We need to stop. It didn't feel so good. Yeah. So yeah. not to condone so. drug use, but I'm just saying it was just. No. It's just I, now I need to go back and find every '90s sitcom sure. anti-drug episode we should yeah i'm sure you could probably google like like anti like shows with anti-drug episodes I, or whatever like i bet the there 90s. was like a good punky brewster one if she was even on in the 90s i think she may have been more 80s f this is my new goal in life but f, f. um where we had on time so far because i know we have a break coming up 35 minutes we're good i think we can i think we can probably oh wait, no 25 minutes. Uh, yeah it. we can do that um so quick so. little break and then we'll be back with our court case and poll results how does that sound it sounds delicious and tasty. Ooh. Now wait, hold on. I need a snack though. Uh-huh. I need a snack over our break. So let's do let's do yes, that. I'm gonna grab a food. quick snack. Catch you on the flip. One, two, three, go, snack break. <laughs> Bye. And we are back from our break. One on a What'd you do with all your time? Jack Bandit. Um, I sat in the chair and did nothing. It's true. I don't even think I had a swig of water. <laughs> We're not even breaking anymore. Yeah, I feel I feel bad, yeah. Like we're like, like, oh, do you have a good break? I'm like, yes. Like the audience, like the audience needs to know that we took a break. For sure. <laughs> like, I like, traveled. I, <laughs> yeah. She, she physically moved a little bit. I, yeah. I shifted. I'm starting to get like mm-hmm. rusted, rustless leg syndrome just sitting on my bed all day. So I should probably get up and do some yoga. But first, before I do yoga, we have so many things to cover. First and first, mostly oh. um, poll results from last week. You guys, if you recall. We made you choose between your two favorite children of all time, Aladdin and the Lion King from Disney. And boy, did you guys choose the firstborn child. I can show you the world. Actually. I'll pass, actually. I'm good. They, but thanks. <laughs> you guys, Lion, I mean, no surprise. I kind of figured Lion King was going to win, but wow. So, so Twitter, a bit more generous, right? What were our results? Respectable. Yeah. It was like, wow, this is actually like, well, pretty close, a lot closer than expected on Twitter. Yep. 55 to 45, Lion King over mm. Aladdin. But mm. Facebook, mm. you guys mm. said, wow, I hate Middle Eastern Zach Morris. I hate Morris. this poll. <laughs> I hate beautiful Jasmine <laughs> and all these cute side stories. And also, I hate Robin Williams, and he's dead. So thanks a lot, guys. You chose the Lion <laughs> King. You guys made. <laughs> You guys made some serious throwdown decisions. I chose some anthropomorphic fucking animals, like being like, "Hey, I'm gonna like." Honestly, here's what the whole story was, and this is me sure. like loving Let's Lion King. Is basically the entire movie is like, "Hey, there's a kid. Oh, he's kind of a shit. Oh, he's really out of control. Oh no, my dad's dead. Well, I'm gonna run away. I'm gonna drink out of control with my friends. Yes. Somebody comes and says, "Hey, you need to come back." They're like, "Oh, I'm falling in love with you." Immediately. Immediately. Um, well, but you remember then, that scene where she's like, they're fighting in the grass, and he he kind of mm-hmm. slams her, and she gives like weird Disney bedroom eyes. It's like I remember that. Yeah. As a kid, I remember. That's what I'm saying. It's just like you're like, hey, you're prearranged to be married, and it just also happens to work out. Can, like can you they were prearranged. To, yeah, to be married, and also they also like each other. We're setting a good example that sometimes arranged marriages are great. <laughs> Um, and then he kills his uncle. The end. Very easy stuff. You know what? I think that's fine. Family, family <laughs> homicide, familial homicide. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. 
not quite bestiality. I don't know what you call this. Just, just weird. <laughs> Jesus. Just, just I mean, there was gonna be. Yeah, there was two. They were animals, so it's that's just normal stuff. No, no humans in there. Um. So I guess there it is. Lion King one. And you know what? I'm I'm glad it worked out that way because I was waiting so long to do a Disney episode, and I'm so glad we did it. We picked some. We picked some big ones. So we did it. So. Uh oh. Uh, Lisa, I'm sorry. Oh no. Lisa, I got some bad news. Oh no. Just kidding. Something just came across my desk. Yes. Yes, I nailed it. Perfect. What do we have today, okay. Monfrey? Court is now in session, calling two things that I know less about than I care to admit. <laughs> but here we come. Um, so, we here's the thing. A lot of this was inspired because out of the blue, after we'd commented on Middle Eastern Zach Morris last week, I don't know how it came about, but all of a sudden, Zach Morris official followed us on Instagram out of the blue. So like followed good. me, the individual human being. So I have no idea where this guy, this person came from. Uh, but if you're a listener, awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, um, Zach Morris official. Zach Morris follow, official. Also following the Instagram account. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so we were talking about what to do a topic on, and we were like, oh, let's not do a movie again. Let's maybe a TV show. Um, and then instead we thought, hey, what about fictional human beings? I love it. So we took the best of both worlds. We took Lisa's heartthrob screech from Saved by the Bell versus Steve Urkel from Family Matters. <laughs> The, the nerd off, if you will. Nerd off. Nice. Nerd I to like the death. It. I like it. Yes. So I, I hogged all the front running stuff last week. So you get to go first. So you mm -hmm. are representing whom? Oh, wait, no, you already told us. I shall be defending Stephen Urkel. Or Stefan Urkel Steph and Steve <gasps> Urkel. Stefan. That's right. And we'll talk oh about that. Oh, my gosh. So, everybody, um, as you may know, Family Matters was a show that ran from 1989 to 1998. Actually had a 10th season in the process, so it almost went to 99, which is bananas to me yeah. to think that the show went that long. Um, so, cool thing about Steve Urkel. So, the show started, um, and he started out the series, surprisingly, in, in season one. He was never supposed to be a recurring character, like a, 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 a main character. No. There was the first episode he showed up on, um, basically, was that he went out on a date um, with, with one of them, one of the, the daughters in the family. Um, it was called um, Rachel's First Date, and so he shows up, and then there's the 12th episode where it's Laura's first date, so it was kind of like... Um, Wait, did he make his rounds around the Winslow sisters? Apparently, he was just really big on being dates. So, <laughs> uh, so anyways, okay. so they... they uh, Basically, um, in those episodes, it was kind of like, "Oh, here's a funny, goofy character," and that's the fact is he's a little he's a little much. Yeah. So it's understandable that like being like, "Hey, this is just like a fun, occasional character to have show up out of the blue," because everybody else like there's a lot of sarcasm and a lot of like typical sitcommy jokes and stuff yeah. like that in the show, but like nothing like super over the top. And then Urkel comes in, and people quickly fell in love with him. So basically, like. They found out that he was the most popular character in the show, and they're like, hey, 
this is going to be weird, but what if we had this person as a constant character who ended up basically being like, when you say family matters, like, yeah, you absolutely think Urkel. Like, there is no questions asked. Yeah. Um, which is one reason I think my character is better than yours because he literally is basically the entire show in many ways, is, is formed around him. I think you're right. Somewhere. Case closed. Thanks, everybody. Right, that's a wrap. Have a good one. See you next week. That's a wrap. We had a good <laughs> one. Thanks, guys. Um, but no, so basically, like, the way he, he is, and I'm sure people can remember this, is that he's um, he's a nuisance. Like, he is the most over-the-top nerdy guy you could possibly imagine. You know, he's got suspenders, the brightly colored clothes, the pants pulled up so far. Um, so, so far and the enormous thick glasses and just the fact that like he is the most socially awkward person and just makes things as weird as possible. He had the laugh. Um, if oh, you yeah, those... <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. I can't do the, the laugh, no, but, good, you but did, it was you just did well. horrifying. You did well. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, so yeah, so his whole thing is Laura, the daughter and the family. He is just constantly, constantly in love with her. And he even says in the first time, I think there's an episode where he ends up um, when they first encounter each other was Laura couldn't find a date to the prom or something like that or homecoming or whatever dance it was. Mm -hmm. And in the end, she ends up going with Urkel. I don't remember what the reason was, but she goes with him. And I remember like um, he, you know, comes to the house. And I think this is whenever he was still a new character and wasn't planning to be like, um, wasn't expecting to be like a continuing character yeah. so he came and met carl winslow and they have the best dynamic in the show like of anything it's freaking reginald Vell johnson who is again like i think like it's so he is so inseparable from that character and the character from die hard it is ridiculous like they are just they're the same character they're both Jack in the exact same yeah. exact same police outfit like all the time so he walks in and he's like explaining how he's had a crush on his daughter for since like first grade um but she always thought he was kind of weird and he's and he's like you don't say (laughs) um so anyway so the whole series i mean with his relationship with laura is he basically embarrasses her in public um i saw a number that was listed on this one site and it said 140 times during the series laura is embarrassed (laughs) by steve um in front of other people um but I mean, he did a lot more than that. So I mean, he is—he's not just a nerd. Like, wow, what a what a like a funny character or whatever. He's also like he's basically a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he also blows shit up like crazy. Like he also messes stuff up a lot with his inventions and science and all that stuff. Um, but uh, the big thing is Carl and Eddie, um, who's I think the brother, the oldest yeah, brother, yeah, maybe? yeah, the brother, yeah, yeah. Those two hate hate Urkel like or at least dislike him and are annoyed as hell by him Um, which is great because yeah like as I read up on like Urkel I'm like oh my gosh Urkel Urkel like is the most mistreated human being on the planet because like he's always tried his best at everything he just messes up a lot but yeah I mean the rest of the family is normally generally pretty nice to Urkel though um, generally speaking it's just there's kind of the humor dynamic that they wanted to present of him being like you know, screwing Carl over on accident or like pissing off Carl, pissing off Eddie, um, you know, annoying um, Laura and all that stuff. <coughs> I did read um, going through these different pinpoints on a wiki for Steve Urkel. That's right. He has his own wiki. I mean, because everybody does. Um, hmm. But he saves Carl, Carl's life multiple times in the show. He saved the dad's life. 
He saved the dad's life multiple times. So he saved Carl from drowning under icy waters by forming a human chain with Eddie one time. Um, again, you have to remember, this is like 10 seasons. So, like, they went for a long time. Um, let's see. He saved Carl's life again by knocking out a would-be criminal um, with a bedpan. With a bedpan. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. He saved his life a third time by using CPR to resuscitate Carl from unconsciousness. Um, the Urkel was the dude. Was grateful and were inspired to learn CPR. I'm guessing this is like a popular, like probably similar to the drug one. Is like this is one where it's like the importance of CPR and learning CPR. Um, so, anyways, there were a lot of different times that he he. There's a lot of like you know, it's one of those characters where there's. I always appreciate those times when it's like they're so annoying or like obnoxious or arrogant or whatever they happen to be, but then there'll be those one moments when they'll really like realize you know what. He's a really good dude or whatever. Like the moment where there's kind of the redeeming moments or whatever, where suddenly everyone appreciates them, which is super important because otherwise it'd just be like, wow, the Winslows are just a bunch of dicks. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> to, to Urkel all the time. Um, especially because his his parents did not like him. Like his parents um, were like doctors and that's the crazy thing is they're kind of like nerdy as well. But yet for some reason, Urkel drives them crazy. So they love him being out of the house. Oh, so um, sad. Yeah. So there is a weird thing. So um, Myra um, Monkhouse, which is the name of a character on that, she was basically the person who ended up being like dating Urkel for a long time. Because um, even though he loved Laura, Mer- um, Mer- Myra, I'm sorry, was the was the character that, and she's like super super like a very attractive human being as well. Um, but in the show, she is the most obnoxiously like depend over dependent codependent person on the planet and so like she's just like overly possessive and everything like that of urkel um it is kind of weird though that like he's like yeah i'm dating myra but at the same time like also totally in love with laura constantly um and that whole dynamic comes into being too whenever um urkel uh finds you know amongst his science experiments um discovers that he has a way to change human dna and changes his own human dna to rid him of the nerdy genes. And this would be a recurring thing. This would come up multiple times throughout the series. So the first time he makes this guy, and it's this exact quote-unquote replica of him, which is Stefan Urkel, um, who is, like, it's one of those things where you're like, oh my gosh, like, the guy who plays, like, Urkel is actually a pretty handsome dude. Um, But he basically makes, like, an exact replica of him, and he's just super smooth and super cool and everything like that. He just basically replaces it with cool genes instead of nerd genes. Um, but, like, the first time he comes, like, like Laura is, like, smitten with mm-hmm. him at first. And then finds out he's, like, way too self-absorbed and, and everything like that. So Urkel ends up changing back. Later on, like, seasons later or whatever, he ends up making the machine again. But he ends up making it so that Urkel, Stefan Urkel, is, um, is not nearly as uh, self-centered. Um, and everything like that, and then Laura does fall for him, um, but I don't know if they ever end up getting together or anything, but um, at least not yeah. early on. And then eventually, the last machine he makes is like a replicator, so at some point there is actually Steve Urkel and Stefan Urkel that exist in the same Gosh. world. Um, and basically it was supposed to be that like Myra was going to continue to date Steve, um, and that um, Stefan was going to date Laura or whatever, 
And I think in the end, like, Laura realized, like, no, I actually like the real Urkel or whatever. And then they end up getting together at the end of the series. So my question to you is, if yes. we had our own super cool time, not time machines, like DNA machines, you would be, DNA you'd be changer, like yeah. Andre Claudefellow or something. Andre Claudefellow. Yes. Yeah, so my last name changes. I guess his yeah, name did change to Urkel with a Q-U-E-L-L-E. See? And so I would be um, Liza Moneyhams. Liza Money. Okay. Moneyhams is worse than mm. Monahan as far as coolness. Probably. Goes. Well, I mean, you don't know. You don't know Liza Moneyhams <laughs> like I know Liza Moneyhams. Yeah, you you you've ever met Li- Liza? Uh, you never will with that attitude. So, <laughs> so yeah. So. All right then. Um. So anyway, so no, Urkel is rad. I mean, again, there's like there's all the quotes, you know, like did I do that? Oh my gosh. Uh, you, you want some cheese? There's just a bunch of you different things cheese? that he says that, was that one are of his like. Lines? Yeah, that's a weird line. Yes. Oh, I mean, but, I do um, want cheese. So he just had a bunch of dumb lines. So, uh, he of course, his laugh and everything like that. Again, I don't have a ton on this because I will admit this wasn't a show that I watched mm-hmm. a ton. But, obviously, Steve Urkel is just the most memorable character in the in the show. And the only reason I remember some of the other characters is because I physically looked them up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what right. they look like. Like, I literally could not picture them. Um, but it's also cool, you know, just seeing characters like that grow up, like, on the show. Um from like because he was so tiny and so meager and then basically being like a full full ass adult you know by the end <laughs> Jaleel of it, so. white it was fun to um, look him up well, after yeah, we decided white. on this i looked up Jaleel white and i was like he looks pretty mm. good he looks pretty good he's doing all right post how you doing right. Jaleel white um <laughs> so i turn over the rest of my time so i looked up Jaleel white and then i looked up dustin diamond <laughs> And I will say I was not as impressed. Basically, this basically the same person. Well, this, well I mean, sure. this, well, I mean, the same person in terms of the character on the show, but the person that played. I like you didn't go too much into Jaleel White. I, I looked him up. There wasn't a whole lot no. going on with him in his personal life that seemed like this needs to be talked about. Dustin Diamond, on the other hand, mm-hmm. has so much, Ooh. but don't look it up because we're going to talk about it. But but it's okay, like, I won't, so first I won't. And first mostly. Dustin Diamond played a character named Samuel Screech Powers on the show Saved by the Bell mm-hmm. um, from 1988 to 2000. He was, the, I think, the only character that started at the very, very beginning and finished at the... Hot yeah, he damn. was all the way from Good Morning, Miss Bliss, all the way to the new class. Like, everyone else at that point was like, okay, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm done. And he was like, not me, eating gravy. I got nothing else going Let's on do. in my this life. Is me. As, uh, so to me, the parallels were hilarious, but it makes total sense that when it comes to a dorky sidekick in a show, they're just going to be the same. They're going to be smart, they're gonna be nerdy, um, mm-hmm. prone to accidents, mm-hmm. uh, geniuses, mm-hmm. things like that. So mm-hmm. Urkel and mm-hmm. Screech, very similar. Also very different in other ways. Uh, but I, I will say that uh, Screech was known for his ridiculous, over-the-top, really loud outfits. Urkels were kind of, like, endearing with yes. the suspenders and, like, you know, pants pulled up sure, to his nipples. Yeah. But, like, Screech, uh-huh. Screech was just, just, just weird and gross. <laughs> um, and occasionally in some episodes, you'd, you'd get to go into his weird bedroom at his house and you'd get to meet his robot, Kevin, that he made. So he was an inventor as well in his own ways. Yeah. Oh, both Yeah, of but them. he didn't. I don't recall him ever changing his DNA. Someone proved me wrong. Um, let's see. Check. Check. Someone proved me wrong. So, me. so uh, 
the, one of the reasons I greatly approve of Screech, Samuel Screech Powers is because he was overwhelmingly in love with a woman named Lisa. And Lisa is not a very popular name anymore, mm. but the, the fact that there was a... a I think it's, it's a, a neat name. So whenever I have one of those weird things where people say my name is Lisa. It's like, that's not my name. Don't call me that. Not that I don't like my name. I just don't associate with it for some reason because yeah. I've got brain problems. Um, but they, <laughs> but I always like this because there was a character. <laughs> that's why. That's why you're my co-host because you got those true. brain problems. So um, I always like the fact that there was a character named Lisa, and then he was in love with Lisa. It's like oh, that's sweet. Maybe one day someone will be in love with me. And then um, he was basically just the butt of every joke. This poor guy. He was always getting shit on by the rest of the crew. AJ, AC Slater, Literally. yeah, Zach Morris, um, Jessica Spano, Kelly Kapowski, Lisa Turtle, and then some other people later. Who cares? Um, but essentially, he had this really complex relationship with his best friend, Zach Morris, who was, you know, he knows his kindergarten. And their whole thing was like smart, smart, nerdy kid and popular guy dynamics. So he would help do mm -hmm. the homework for Zach while Zach would kind of take him under his wing. They, I mean, there was an affinity for each other, right? It wasn't just like yeah, doing favors for each other. They also actually liked each other. Symbiosis. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so sure. unfortunately, he and Screech rarely understood a joke, and so he would often end up like getting mad about something or blurting out a secret without realizing it, that kind of thing. I know. Oh, no. In season one, he actually gets to date miss kelly kapowski himself whenever she's needing him as a tutor and i think that she ends up i don't i can't recall if she actually liked him there was just some kind of weird dynamic there but then he was like no you're not the one for me my heart belongs to lisa okay. yeah it's like so <laughs> I, I actually really like that i was gonna say i was like well that's really shitty and then i'm like oh it ended up working out for him he's like you're he not the one down. you ain't the one because his ultimate his ultimate goal in life is to be with Lisa Turtle, right? Lisa. In season God. two, he stars in one of the best episodes of all time from Saved by the Bell. Please tell me you remember this one where he won, Screech won the Miss Bayside competition. There was what? a beauty pageant at Bayside High and uh -huh. Slater dared or like bet money that Zach couldn't make anyone, just anyone that he wanted him to, to be the winner of the pageant. And he was like, no, he's like, I think I can. Oh. And just like every 90s, early 2000s movie, they're like, I'm going to bet on the ugly girl. And in this case, it's the boy. It's Screech. <laughs> and so it's Screech. It's Screech. So Screech ended up winning. <laughs> and like at one point, Kevin, his robot, accidentally punched him in the eye. Like he turned and put his eye socket into his hand. And so he ended up winning almost by a sad default because he had a black eye the day of the competition. And people were like, he got beat up by oh, Zach or something. And like it was, it was hilarious. But that was to me is very like, progressive episode to have a man winning a women's beauty competition mm -hmm. i guess i don't know yeah it's yeah it's always it's always so good because because men don't get enough sure. they need more guys so, are like yeah it's my turn again here we go me 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 it's um, my turn it's true I'm pretty. in season two we get that one of my favorite episodes is the house party episode where they're at screech's house and so you get a bigger picture of what's going what his home life is like like his mother i don't remember her name it's written somewhere i want to say it's beverly but it doesn't matter um and they're at his house, and it's like his mom and dad are obsessed with Elvis. And so the house is all Graceland, all Elvis. And Screech is really? like super upset about having people come over. And then, you know, one of the Elvis Presley things gets broken, and he gets upset. But then, of course, because it's a sitcom, it gets fixed, and at the end of the day, it's all fine. 
Um, it's ridiculous. And, and towards the end of the series, he ends up dating someone not named Lisa Turtle, but someone named Violet <laughs> Ann Bickerstaff, an equally nerdy little Ooh. thing played by the then unknown Tori Spelling. You remember her? What was her name again? Uh, Violet Bickerstaff. Also, I want to meet the person who came up with the names for everyone, like Lisa Turtle. Yeah. Jessica Spano. <laughs> Let me see. And a cute Aww. Tori Spelling was actually little pretty pigtails. cute. Little pigtails. Oh, God right. damn. Sorry, they show a future picture of, of, of future Screech with future oh. her. You have to like Sorry. DM yeah. me that one or something because I need to see that. No, um, that's I'll fine. Pass. Okay, so later on in you, so Slater, so excuse me, okay, my S's mixed up. Screech was always like the guy getting crapped on by everyone. At some point, he who is in love with Lisa Turtle forever sees during this fashion show episode, he sees Zach and and Lisa kiss. Side note, those two dated oh, no. Zach and Lisa, the characters, the people in real life dated for three years behind the scenes. What's up? What? Hot, hot behind the scenes Mark Paul action. Mark Gosselaar and Lisa no, Lark Voorhees dated for three years. And so some of the, so they have a kiss on scene. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys kissed for real. This wasn't, this, this wasn't a fake. <laughs> um, anyway, he, Screech sees him kiss. He gets upset. So he's the host of this fashion show. It ends up like, tearing Zach apart in front of everyone being like this is a nice jacket to wear when you stab your best friend in the back I was like yeah yeah get him Aww. Screech get him but he's also yeah, he's also so he gets a backbone at some point but he's also total dope that like drops giant water containers on the star volleyball player's foot in a weird like Malibu episode that they do um, and now it's time to talk about some of the other weird things about the show first of all Dustin Diamond was three years younger than the rest of the cast. So it was kind of a weird split. I was going to say, I didn't look up any information on him yet, but I did see he was born in 1977, which means he was like 11 when he the show started. He was 11 started. when the show started. And he went and he was, yeah, he worked on the show for, I think, what was it, 13 years? Or, yeah, 12. He was only 24 yeah, when it he, ended. That's yeah, and I've old. seen interviews about him where he was just like, yeah, doing your having your teen years eaten up by a show kind of messes you up a little bit. And then after the fact, he went nuts. And then in 2006, I believe, he went on to film and release a sex tape called Screech, <laughs> Saved by the Smell. <laughs> you can say anything whenever you're ready because that's something that happened. Dustin Diamond starred in and released a sex tape called screech screech saved by the smell i know i, I thought I, so you were so still and so quiet that i was like the episode is really oh. he, he signed up he signed up i'm like i'm done thanks um, everybody now, <laughs> jesus in, in christ yeah i was just <sighs> i was just just awestruck by that like that's like like Oh my! Okay, I'm done. I got. I mean, nothing. Jaleel White didn't Shows do anything that dirty. Cur- that bad. If he would probably make I'd good probably, porn. I probably. I mean, well, I'm almost. You know what? I'll just. Say, I'll, <laughs> I, I bet Jaleel White would probably be a much better candidate for things like this than than Dustin Diamond. Yeah. But apparently, he was saying something like, "I." He, he was saying this. He's like, "I didn't actually start it. It was just my face, and I had like a stunt double, 
And this was just after Paris Hilton made like 40 something million dollars or 14 million on her sex tape. And he was sure. like, I could do that too. He's like, no, no, you cannot. No, you Turns can't, out, my man. Yeah. You can't. Um, he also stabbed someone in a bar fight <laughs> in real sure. life. I did see, I did, I did literally like, I felt bad because I didn't want to, I didn't get any spoilers from like reading what it was, but amongst his like six pictures, like on his little profile that pulled up when I searched him was yep, a mugshot. Not so. doing so hot, Dustin yep. Diamond. Now I, I, I hey. and then finally he wrote a book called Behind the Bell where he says that he was the ghostwriter for the book kind of sold him, sold him out pretty hard, but in, you know, made up a bunch of stuff, but essentially he just, like took a shit on everyone he worked with and even said that he slept with someone from the NBC staff who was 18 years his senior. Cool. He's a really cool guy. So, I don't know. If we're comparing, like, Urkel to Screech, they're very similar. The characters that played them, the people who played them, very different. <laughs> dissimilar. Very different. Um, Do you want to know... You want to know what Dustin Diamond's net worth is? Oh, it's probably is? like 300000 What is it? It's $50,000. Oh. Like, the fact the fact that that is even a known fact, like, usually if you're going to do something like that, it's like, oh, how many million? No. He has, he doesn't have enough to buy a house outright. He's like, going to he have to finance a Tesla. Buy, That's where he's at. Like, Oh. Well, this feels. I feel now at this point like we're just putting him on blast. So sorry, Dustin Diamond. We, we love I you. I mean, I don't. Um, even if you did, some I, I shouldn't <laughs> speak for her. Yeah. I, I I love the fact that you played that character in that and nothing yes. else. Yeah, he, he and then he played it so long. He played it so long all the way through the college years, which were yeah. kind of awkward, and then the new class, which was not good. But you know what? You ride mm-hmm. that train until the train is on fire. And that's what you do. Yeah. And then you end with uh, $50,000. That's true. And then you yourself are the train wreck. <laughs> that's what happens. But but Steve, yes. okay. So to, to wrap up, Screech versus Urkel. Both very similar characters. Uh, it just depends mm-hmm. what show you probably liked more, which character you identified with mm-hmm. more. Urkel was super sweet. Screech was kind of weird. Um, I'm pretty mm-hmm. weird. So I probably, unfortunately, align more <laughs> with Screech. Um, but you know what? We'll let the we'll let the listeners decide, you know. Jury decide. Yeah. And yes, but no, this is good. I'm glad we could cover this. I you know I felt pretty good about it. Like I felt like I had nothing to say on it, and then I was like, no. Once I got started, I was like, I got some things I, to yeah, say on for this. Sure. So. I'm glad you did. Family Matters is a good one. And before before we wrap up the show, very quickly, I wanted to say I am on this Facebook group called Weird Secondhand Finds. That I'm sure some of you are on it too. But they just it's just people like at antique malls and stuff being like, I found something crazy. From my childhood or like I found something crazy that should never exist but mm-hmm. someone on that group posted a gymnast Barbie and I put I put it on the Instagram stories for the thing did you see that someone oh was like gosh. I found a gymnast Barbie yes. and it and then like she posted it in its original box that she found at the secondhand store and then bes- beside it she posted the picture of her with her original gymnast Barbie the day she got it just like screaming and I Andy wow. I loved reading the comments because it was like it was like four or five a minute people were like oh my god this barbie doll was my life don't look at her joints they're weird but they bend and it was so great and like people were just going on i was just like <laughs> my people so at the very week i decided to finally talk about Jim just barbie it blew up on a different group dude this has happened to me like I, i'm not sure if it's like analytics of like people like looking up like knowing what i'm talking about but yeah like i and, it, and it's also just the fact that my i have an eye out for it all the yeah. time but like um, even one of our fans that was that wa- listens to the show all the time had mentioned like that they're like 
now every because of your show, like every time I see anything remotely nostalgic, I just immediately I'm like, oh, like and I I just feels like it's oh, everywhere yeah. now. Like everybody's talking about it, but it's probably just that you just weren't paying attention yep, before. Here it is. You know? Yeah, people send me messages randomly to be like, you should talk about this on the show, and they'll send me this like random quiz of all these things. I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about these particular blanks and this blank, and then I start having a panic attack, and and then mm-hmm. and, and then, then I stroke out. So. And that's and that's why Lisa's that's not right. here anymore. This is so, my ghost. anyways, thanks. Gross. This has been Andy Claude filtering it's Ghost true. Lisa. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I'd like to take For us sure. out today. Um, so, where to find us? Uh, you can catch us on Facebook and Twitter at Nineties Court. Uh, should be easy to find. It's the name of the <laughs> podcast. Um, you can check us out on Instagram at Nineties Court. And you might be like, why didn't you just do 90s court? Was it taken? No, it's it looked like 90s skort. So we had to we had to put the dot in there so it didn't look crazy because he couldn't capitalize letters. I could change letters. it, you guys, but like, um, you're fine. <laughs> you'll be all yeah, right. Yeah, you'll, you'll live. Um, so then um, you please uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Uh, rate, subscribe, and review. We love getting reviews, um, and uh, so if you could leave us a hot five-star review, we would be so very, very grateful. Um, it does help us a great deal in getting noticed. And um, and evidently, so again, this is for people who know how to do this because I still have not figured out how to do this. Apparently, you can leave ratings on Stitcher. I have not been able to do so on a phone, so I don't know how that is. Maybe it's just people that have premium. I don't know. But if you're on Stitcher and you're like, hey, I listen to you here because I know for a fact we have a lot of people yep. listening on Stitcher. Just take a look, see if you can leave some leave us some uh, some sure. five stars. Yeah, I, I got I got like. feedback from some mm-hmm. of my friends that they were the people listening on Stitcher. So fancy Ooh. pansies, I'll have to ping them for some reviews. Fancy pansies, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it, I mean it was like like at least on the last, but it was like well over a hundred people listening on Stitcher. So I'm like, I think it was probably I a little more than just, just them, yeah, but yeah, you know, not one person like yeah, wow, so, these seventeen episodes um, are the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to listen to this one episode just over and For over sure. again. So, um, so anyway, so uh, Lisa, did you have any uh, closing remarks before we depart? Gymnast Barbie forever. Gymnast Barbie that's my, forever. That's my takeaway. Peace be the journey. Cool there runnings. Thank you guys for a great episode. We'll see you next week. Peace. We love bye. you. Bye.